The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. Now, our expert this Saturday is Roisin O'Loughlin from the Fertility HQ to answer all your queries around issues pertaining to fertility. We were just discussing in the break news story in the papers of a woman in her 70s giving birth thanks to IMF or rather yes, I don't think the IMF helped her give birth in her 70s. I think the IVF might be more likely candidate for that. Um, text asking Roisin, what tests can you do to check your fertility? I am a 28 year old woman and want to assess where I'm at. Yeah, so I guess the, the, the first steps would be to, do, to check your foundational fertility numbers. And these would include your AMH, which is your egg count or ovarian reserve, and also to check in on your hormone profile and your thyroid health, as thyroid health is really important as if you have an abnormal thyroid status, then this can cause miscarriage and infertility as well. And is is a, a, a thyroid issue fairly common? Thyroid issue is very common, especially in women, and can be easily checked via blood test. A question asking and relates to that, what are the best ways to boost fertility? So if you if you discover that you have a decent enough reserve and um, thyroid function is all good, is there anything that you should be doing to make it more likely that you will conceive? Yeah, optimising egg and sperm quality is really, really important. And we can do this by three lifestyle factors, which include adhering to a Mediterranean diet, taking moderate exercise, quitting smoking if you're a smoker, limiting your alcohol, limiting caffeine, Stress management really important as well and getting a good night's sleep is really important because if you're rested, you'll function better. I've always wondered about the impact of stress, particularly for people who are going through IVF because having spoken to women in the process of, let's say, the third or fourth round of IVF, it can be quite a stressful prospect. The pressure is on them. They're looking after diet. They're looking after health. They're injecting on a regular basis. Is it a bit of a catch-22 that the stress of that can negate the effect? Yes, absolutely. Like navigating a fertility journey can be immensely challenging and emotionally overwhelming. And I think um, the stigma around fertility is infertility is huge. Um, You know, and I think a lot of um, mental health issues such as anxiety and depression are very prominent in women going through fertility journeys. When women come into you for fertility uh, advice and help, is there a common precursor to that decision? Is it age related or is it that they have been trying to become pregnant and unable to? It it comes in different ways. So I suppose some women are just curious to find out about their fertility health. Some women are actively trying to get pregnant and some women are planning a pregnancy and just looking for preconception advice. Well, interesting along those lines. What advice would you have for women looking at having a family without a partner? Yeah, I guess the same advice applies. So first of all, I would start off by attending your GP, um, doing some initial screening tests, um, taking some lifestyle advice. And then a lot of the fertility clinics do have a donor sperm programme and do offer fertility services to single women. Do they? It's relatively common. Yes. And would you have a sense, I mean, obviously not not hard numbers, but would you have a, a ballpark figure of what sort of percentage of women you see coming in wanting to go it alone? Um, I guess that's hard to quantify, um, but you definitely see, you know, a decent proportion of women who are looking to have a family if maybe, you know, hadn't thought about family planning until later in life, may have not met a partner and would just like to have their own baby. Well, of course, you can't um, talk about fertility without the questions of when is later in life? Uh, when do you start measuring that? A, a text saying, um, I'm a female in my early 30s with no partner and I'm worried about my fertility. Should I freeze my eggs now? 
Yeah, egg freezing is becoming really, really popular. And um, there is the advent of like egg freezing parties um, in the UK. Um, egg freezing parties? parties? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Does that mean that you celebrate that you have done it or that you party while doing it? Celebrate when you've done it. <laughs> With others of, who have With also others. done egg freezing? Absolutely. But um, I suppose for female fertility, it does decline as we age. And over the age of 35, it does decline more steeply. So my advice for this woman would be, as well, she's in her early 30, 30s, she would be a good candidate for egg freezing as hopefully her ovarian reserve and egg quality is quite good. Um, so I suppose it just depends on her wishes, whether she wants to have a family, um, whether she's in a financial position, I suppose, to afford egg freezing because it is pretty expensive. Ballpark? Maybe about €3,000 and then you have a fee every year to free, keep freezing the eggs. Um, and I suppose it doesn't give you a guarantee um, as like IVF, the success rates are quite variable and does depend on age. Yeah, does it drop off with age? I mean, going back to that woman in her 70s who gave birth, is it a guarantee that, you know, my eggs were frozen and therefore the eggs are 28 and I can use them wherever? Or does fertility still drop off even if the eggs have remained frozen? Like fertility is complex. So it does depend on female factors, male factors, and then the interplay of these factors with environmental factors. So I suppose it's hard to, to comment on that um, entirely, but um, because fertility is so complex and multifactorial. Um, well, interesting, a text from a guy saying, I'm a male in my late 30s and my wife and I would like to have children in the next year or two. How can I keep my fertility in best check between now and then? Basically live like an Italian monk, essentially. <laughs> well, sperm is made from scratch every three months. So the same advice that I mentioned earlier, optimising sperm quality is key. It's made from scratch. Every three months. Yeah. So unlike eggs, which are there in perpetuity, sperm is a constant recycling. Exactly. So you can make massive changes within a couple of months. Um, and that's no booze, no cigarettes. Exactly. Um, moderate exercise, I mean, good diet, taking a good prenatal um, conception. Multivitamin is really important as well for both men and women um, to optimise both egg and sperm quality. Do men take responsibility, do you find, for uh, joint fertility? Is it women who come into the clinics on their own or does it tend to be a couple's thing? It varies, but I think the conversation is definitely opening up around fertility. And I think men are definitely much more engaged in the fertility journey um, with women nowadays. And at what point do you recommend age-wise that couples should begin? Because obviously a lot of the conversation seems to focus around 30 and 35 is when the mm. texts are coming in. Is, is it your 20s that you should be looking into it? Is it your 30s? Yeah, well, I, I think we should definitely have a more proactive rather than a reactive approach to fertility. And I think it starts off in schools where we need to have more universal, holistic, reproductive education um, and have more public, um, you know, fertility awareness campaigns um, that are government led. Because now with the advent of state funded IVF, I think there's a lot more conversation around fertility and people are much more aware um, and perhaps, you know, I think some couples get to 39, 40 and they realise perhaps they've missed the boat on the fertility journey, which is, you know, quite devastating. Briefly, because obviously Bobby has crept in, which means we have to find out what's coming up and down to business. The HSE availability, how difficult is it to register and get that? What do people do to get the free? So idea? first of all, you start off your journey by attending your GP. Um, your GP will do some initial investigations and then they will refer you to one of the six fertility hubs nationwide and then you will be referred to the HSE centre in Cork or to a private provider. But you start at the dock? Start at the GP, yeah.
Roisin, thank you so much. That is Roisin O'Loughlin from the Fertility HQ. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9. On News Talk.